following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome to Fantasy Beasts and where to find them. Uh, we are coming at you from snowy Buffalo, New York, stuck in the midst of a blizzard. And here to talk about the Saturday slate this week and some Sunday and Monday. But mainly the Saturday slate of week 15 NFL action. Uh, we are in, I believe it's 15, maybe 16. Week 16. Let me confirm this here. I'm already losing track. It is week 16. Um, we are in the depths. You are probably in your semifinals of your fantasy leagues, hopefully. Uh, and we're going to talk about some players to like this week. There's uh, some interesting matchups out there. The problem is a lot of this top-end matchup doesn't correlate with a ton of talent this week. So we'll see how that really benefits. Starting off... Sam Darnold is going to face the worst uh, the worst defense in the league against quarterbacks being Detroit. I don't necessarily... I think he's going to throw for, for some yards, but I don't think it's going to be something you're going to want to start. I'm almost feeling garbage time here. I think Detroit knows that they have to win to stay alive and that they could potentially break that playoff streak. Um, that being said, he hasn't... For as good as he's led the team, he hasn't been a fantasy... Um, player here it's it's been only realistically minor points he's not doing much here uh nothing more than really 16 or 17 points per game here so it's 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 not worth your run here and I mean, your next option here being Green Bay. Uh, I mean, Eric Rodgers is fantasy quarterback 17, but down the last uh, three, ugly. 9, 13, and 10. He's going right back to where he started the season where he's just average at best. Um, I mean, the Dallas and Tennessee games, he had 20 points each, but the, he had 19 points each. He has not broken 20 points this year. I'm not betting on it to be the Miami game where he breaks 20 points. Miami's going to come out pissed. Um, they've got a good pass rush. Aaron's been struggling to stay up this year. I'm not betting and hedging on Green Bay on Sunday. Houston's the next best matchup. We can already pass him. Now, Geno Smith has a really good matchup here. He's still fantasy quarterback seven against the Chiefs. They're going to have to throw to stay alive. Um, last week, honestly, one of his worst games of the season against the Niners. He only had 15 points. And that's saying something here. Um, a guy who majority here... 20, 22, 20, 19. He's been steady all year. Uh, expect the same this week. He's going to have to play against the Chiefs. Uh, and they're going to have to show up. I mean, this might be one of the only options that the AFC has to catch up is a Seattle victory against Kansas City. 
Pittsburgh, tough matchup. Kenny Pickett's back, but do we really trust Pickett? He hasn't been a world changer this year. He had a nice little streak before he got hurt. Uh, everything above 12 points, but again, nothing over 20. So Kenny Pickett, not going to be the guy you're going to want to hope and, and pray for here. The Jets played last night. Zach Wilson uh, was horrendous. You can think, hopefully you didn't get in there. Daniel Jones is a potential game changer if he's on the market. I would hope he's not, but um, if he's on the market, you gotta hope he's okay. You're gonna start him. Last week was the worst week he's had against Washington. Uh, he's averaged around 17 points, including Jacksonville, where he had 30 points that game. He's been over 20 points three or four times this season. I like Danny or Danny Dimes this week, especially in the midst of having to win to keep that playoff hope alive. I really like what he is, what his potential is here this week against the Vikings. I don't think they're going to win that game, but I think they're going to keep it close here. Uh, Tom Brady, he's got a good matchup against the Cardinals. Ultimately, they are still playing for something. He had 16 points last week. He's throwing a ton of interceptions. Um, but I think this is closer to that 20-point week with Tom we've seen in, in, in the past this season. I think Brady's worth playing if you can get him. Josh Allen has a huge matchup. If you're alive with Josh, that's the best thing for you. Um, Lamar Jackson is being held out again this week against the Falcons. Kind of expected that. You'd, you're going to have your playoff push, and you'd almost rather have him healthy. You'd rather risk the game against the Falcons than you're going to risk it against Pittsburgh and Cincinnati in the division let him get straight let him get healthy before you have to have your two bigger games out of the next three I think Lamar Huntley or I think uh, Tyler Huntley has a real strong chance of beating the Falcons as is this week Justin Herbert very strong matchup he's got the Colts and he's getting hot at the right time uh, Arizona decent match for Trace McSurley but are we really going to start Trace McSurley? Probably not. Mahomes has a good matchup 19th ranked team in Seattle uh, to the far end though very tough matchup for LA. You're probably already not. You're probably not starting Baker Mayfield at this point. Dak has a tough matchup against the Eagles. They have to win that game. Um, but Dak has been lackluster um, in a couple of these big games. Only had 13 points against Houston. Only had 14 against the Giants. I mean, he had 12 against Detroit, and that should have been a gimme game. He's played well against the good defenses, but that doesn't mean I'm going to trust him here to be a world eater he he's only had over 20 points one time so far since returning that was a chicago game um i i'm not risking my season on dak prescott here quite honestly washington's got a tough matchup no one's gonna be starting taylor heineke chicago very tough matchup and you're gonna dial in and expect the run here so justin fields could get shut down against the bills because it's gonna be such a tough matchup um, Tennessee has a very strong matchup against Houston, and it's Malik Willis, not Ryan Tannehill taking the reins. So that could be something of a struggle. Gardner Minshew is your guy against Dallas. Everyone's telling you to pick him up. I don't think that's a strong choice. I don't love that option. Uh, Tua Tungavaloa, also a guy who's kind of helped lead your revelation. He's got a tough matchup here. Uh, he's continued to put up decent games. At least, uh, I know San Fran and L.A., they, they stumbled. He at least had 18 points against the Bills. I think he'll be in the 18 to 22-point range against the Packers this week. Uh, he's worth firing up if you are if you have him, and you might not have a great option instead. Running back-wise, 
Uh, if you're this far and you have Derrick Henry still, you're in luck. That should be the matchup of the week this week. Derrick Henry should go bananas. Um, next to Isaiah Pacheco, I keep talking about him. He, he's still, he's hit or miss. He gets the yards. He's not a touchdown producer. Um, he's only had two games in the last five over 13 points. I don't love the, like, you know if this game is a close game, they're not running the ball. So you're better off finding Jerick McKinnon as a receiving back than you're going to see getting Isaiah Pacheco. Or Pacheco or Jerick McKinnon's been red hot lately. 14-34-34 um, across the last three weeks. I think McKinnon's your better bet there if you have to run a Kansas City running back. Alvin Kamara. This is an intriguing look here. Kamara has struggled mightily. Um, since week eight, he has eclipsed 10 points only twice and has not eclipsed 15 at all. He had a nice stretch from week five to week eight where he was 25, 18, 17, and 32. You got to hope this is going to be what kind of bounces you back here. You're going to be able to pull back to that 15 to 20 at least with him this week the browns are really bad against the run and uh there's not much else that's being offered out of new orleans so your best bet and i i like him as a daily fantasy player FanDuel's dropped that price very low i like alvin kamara this week indianapolis has a strong matchup jonathan taylor's done for the year um and that's a monday nighter i don't think i'm going to trust zach moss or Deion jackson as your guy just because you don't know who's gonna get the carries yes moss had 80 plus yards last week but that doesn't mean they're not going to come in with Deion Jackson and hope that he is the guy this week. He's taken chairs from uh, Jonathan Taylor in the past. I'm avoiding the indie backfield. Uh, Pittsburgh's got a good matchup. Najee Harris is getting hot at the right time. Um, he's been over 10 points for the last five weeks. Uh, when it was a struggle for him to get over really prior. Um, 14 points last week, 13 points the week before. He's had a touchdown. He said five touchdowns in the course of the last five games. He had one in the 10 weeks prior to that. So Najee Harris getting hot. Pittsburgh figuring that one out again. I like Najee Harris a lot if you've got him. Austin Eckler obviously continues to be running back one in PPR situations. Um, had finished with 15 points last week. He's got another strong matchup against Indy. I think he's well worth running that matchup. Obviously, if you've got him, you're going to play him. Uh, in situations of daily fantasy, though, I don't think you want to overpay on him. And he's still pretty highly cost. Tampa Bay is tough to judge. They have a good matchup against the Cardinals. Cardinals defense has been poor. But you haven't gotten a lot out of Leonard Fournette since week six. And Rashad White's taken over, and he hasn't necessarily grabbed a hold of everything. Um... Last week, he lost the backfield, it seemed, to Leonard Fournette. He only had five points. He's had back-to-back -back weeks with 10 or less points. So, I, if you can find a way to avoid Tampa, I'm telling you to get out of the Tampa backs, unless you have both and you're willing to take a risk on it. Um, Buffalo has a strong matchup. That obviously means dial up Devin Singletary, but I think it also means to dial up James Cook this week. James Cook, as of late, has been seeing a lot of, of snap share. Um... The, I mean, two of his last three weeks has been 10-plus points. He's had, he's been a revelation in the rushing, or in the passing and rushing game. I would like James Cook to bring the heat this week. They're going to need to rely, especially if this win keeps up, on short game and rushing. Uh, and we'll go from there. 
New York Jets, Zonovan Knight, uh, they played last night. He didn't do much. Um, actually got negative two yards, only had two points. So Zonovan Knight, we talked about that. I didn't love that option, and he wasn't the guy. Um, James Robinson was taken out, and he didn't even start. So far fall from grace for that kid. Uh, Miami, strong match against the Packers. The Packers, that's probably the best way to beat the Packers is with the running back. They are one of the worst teams in the league. Uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. still banged up, but Raheem Mostert coming off a big game in Buffalo. I like Raheem Mostert a lot this week to be able to put some points up. Aaron Jones as well, providing he's healthy. He's got a good match against the Dolphins. They're gonna it's gonna be a lot of running on set on uh, Christmas Day there. I like Aaron Jones over AJ Dillon. Uh, I like Ken Walker this week. Walker should be back to having a very good matchup. He had a bit of a rough go the last two weeks, um, but I think we'll get the best out of that. To the opposite end though. Guys that maybe want to lean against or, or forget, I'm not touching the Washington running backs. Uh, one of the tougher matchups you're going to see this week, they do have the 49ers who are number one in the league against the run. And again, it's a timeshare, so you can't predict who's going to get what or when. Since he's got a very strong or tough matchup with Joe Mixon, he has fallen off heavily. Um, I don't know if this week he's going to bounce back. Yes, he's had 10 points each week, but it's not the Joe Mixon we had in the middle of the season for week four to week nine. Um, he was dominant start season. He got injured, and he's coming back a little banged up. Dallas is number three in the league, but I think you can trust Miles Sanders. They're going to lean on him heavily with Gardner Minshew in. I like the option you have in Sanders. He's still running back 11. You're going to want to fire that up. Uh, San Fran, tough matchup this week, but it's Christian McCaffrey. You're going to get the ball to him and figure it out. Den uh, Carolina's got a tough one when they see the Lions. Chuba Hubbard and Deonta Foreman both have been slacking lately. You can avoid the Carolina backs. Tyler Algiers, an interesting look. He had a great week last week. He ended up with 24 fantasy points. Um, that being said, though, very tough matchup that they're going to face against the Ravens. The Ravens' defense has been strong. I think the Ravens' defense wins the game for them this week. Uh, that's about it running back-wise to tight ends. The best matchup this week, you're going to see Tampa Bay, Kate Otten. You don't need to love that one. Kate Otten is a young kid learning, and Tom Brady, once he loses trust, ain't going to go back to you. So the ball gets spread very well in Tampa. Kate Otten, you can't guarantee it, and you're not going to go into your finals with a guy who's tight end 21 having to spot start him. However, if you're still alive, if you still have him, potentially the biggest matchup this week which should be a huge point production. Travis Kelsey gets Seattle. They're 31st in the league against tight ends. Travis Kelsey coming off of um, a, a solid day against Houston, 10 for 105. I think you're going to see him potentially eclipse 30 points this week. I think Travis Kelsey goes absolutely insane. Um, Green Bay's got a good matchup, but Robert Tunyon's been very um, streaky this year. Over the last, actually since week seven, he has not scored more than nine points in the game. So, Bob Tanyan, not worth it this week. Houston, good matchup. Jordan Aiken is kind of getting revitalized. I don't think you want to spot start him, though. He's incredibly streaky because you never know who's getting the ball at tight end there. They have a young kid in Brevin Jordan. They've just kind of buried him. O.J. Howard pops up from time to time. You've got Tegan Quintin Riano, who's getting the passes. He's catching touchdowns. Interesting, to say the least. <laughs> Baltimore here. This is tough. Mark Andrews, the last couple weeks, has not done it. He's not been the answer, and he's not really been, been super productive, but 
we're finally getting to a point where he's got a strong matchup and he needs to put up or shut up. Uh, he's got the 28th ranked tight end defense in Atlanta. Yes, as we discussed, last three have been lackluster, 9, 3, and 6. Um, really hasn't been red hot since week 2 to week 6 when he was over 21 points in 4 or 5 weeks. Buffalo being the only game he wasn't. <laughs> I think he bounces back. I think this is that game that he jumps back into the mark. Uh, he's going to help you really get that ship righted if you're still in the playoffs with him. I know he was a high pick, so that might have cost you with him going down. Carolina's got a good matchup. Not worth it. Arizona, same thing. Not going to be worth much. Uh, New York last night, Tyler Conklin didn't have a bad game. He had four catches for 34 yards, but obviously not what you were going to hope for out of that. Uh, Pittsburgh's got a good matchup. Pat Fairmuth still tight on six. He's been a pretty solid late-round choice. Last week was bad. He did put up zeros. Hopefully, you were able to get past that. Um, but he's had, out of his last six, he's had three over 10 points. And the other ones have lingered around him having a lot of targets. He just was not targeted at all last week, which is very odd given his normal target share is over five a, a game usually. Uh, I like him bouncing back this week. I like Chiga Quanquo as well. He's starting to come on late as a rookie tight end. Uh, his last three games have been over 10 points, including Jacksonville being an 18-point game there. Nice sleeper play and a nice pick if you're looking for someone cheap on uh, Daily Fantasy to throw in there. Or he's a really good option if you're throwing some prop bets this week. You do got to have a little bit of worry and concern, I guess, with Malik Willis starting. Willis is not typically seen a lot of uh, a lot of options there when he's an under center and the games where Willis was in earlier in the season Aquanquo wasn't really producing um, so take that as it's worth hopefully that gets righted uh, Cincinnati has a good matchup but they do not have Hayden Hurst this week to the opposite end though um, toughest matchup of the week George Kittle he has been a roller coaster all year. He will be the guy who puts up a 20-point performance and then follows it up with two or three weeks of four or five points at best. He he hung that 20 last week, and he's got a very tough matchup this week against the Commanders. Not expecting Kittle to produce this week. Um, David Njoku, tough matchup. Dawson Knox, tough matchup. Dawson Knox is finally starting to get hot again. He's had a touchdown of back-to-back games. I think this is the week where you see him kind of underperform against the Bears, especially given that I know they threw him off the line, but if they have good coverage, they're going to have to look elsewhere. Um, Josh Allen's superhuman, but he's not that great. Um, Cole Komet, fourth against the Bills. I think you can just not worry about Cole Komet. Philadelphia, Dallas Goddard back. Goddard might be a nice play this week. Dallas is very strong against the tight end position, but... You're going to have a quarterback who needs to get the ball off quick, and he's not the same quarterback that Jalen Hurts is. You're changing the offense. They're not going to have as strong of an option against the receivers, I don't think. You're going to probably be better off with that tight end play up the middle. New Orleans, tough matchup. Taysom Hill, he plays the sixth-ranked team with the Browns. Um, Detroit, tough matchup. You're probably not going to start Brock right anyways. Same with Washington. Uh, but onwards to receiver. The best matchup of the week is Houston's receivers. Brandon Cooks is expected to return, but do you really love that? Chris Moore. Chris Moore's been the guy. They're throwing the ball at him a lot. He's had four catches uh, the last two weeks. He had 10 catches two weeks ago against Dallas. He's had 8 and 11 targets the last two weeks. 
I think Chris Moore continues to get that target share there. Um, so it might be worth your flex start or your fantasy option in daily fantasy. Carolina, good matchup with DJ Moore. I kind of like the DJ Moore option a lot this week. Um, I think the the high end of what you can get out of there is pretty solid. Um, I don't love Terrace Marshall. I, I, Darius Slayton's not a bad play. New York is going to have to throw that ball a lot to stay alive against the Vikings. Slayton, as of late, has been pretty solid. Um, granted, the yardage wasn't there last week, but since week 11, he's only been under six targets one of those three weeks. And that was the Philadelphia game, who's the top team against the wide receiver. Um, other than that, 10, 6, 8, 7. He's getting the targets. Last week, he had seven targets. He had five catches. He only had 23 yards. Washington's also pretty solid against the the uh, corner this year, or receiver this year. I think Darius Slayton's a nice bounce-back play. I do also like Isaiah Hodgins. Um, prior to last week, he was on a back-to-back touchdown uh, performance game. He had 15-plus points each of those two weeks. He had four targets last week. He caught all four for 37 against a tougher matchup. But he gets a pretty solid matchup against the Vikings. I really like what they're going to be able to do to Isaiah Hodgins this week. I think he's a touchdown candidate again. Um, Tyler Lockett's out. Obviously, that means you're going to look towards DK Metcalf, especially in daily fantasy affairs. I know that means they should be able to lock him down, but I like the option and I like the possibility of DK's um, ceiling this week. Vegas, Devontae Adams should have a huge game, but every time I say that, he doesn't. Um, Baltimore, tough game this week. I think you're going to have to see that game one on the ground if you're the Ravens. Um, Sammy Watkins is there now. I mean, you have Deshaun Jackson, you have James Prochi, you're done. You don't have De- uh, Devin Duvernay or Rashad Bateman. So like, your top option is going to be Demarcus Robinson, and he's probably going to lead the way as well as Mark Andrews. Um, but I don't love any of those receivers as having to start. Atlanta's the same thing. Drake London's fun. Drake London received most of the targets last week from uh, Desmond Ritter, but it wasn't much. You can avoid him. AJ Brown, a good matchup. Again, like I said, that's going to base solely on how well you can perform with Gardner Minshew. Um, so AJ Brown and Devonta Smith, solid matchup. Gets tainted a little bit with that option at uh, the secondary. The Chicago Bears, uh, Buffalo's allowing the 24th most points. Or, uh, Buffalo's allowing, or is 24th against the receiver, so they're not good, shall I say. Uh, but Darnell Mooney's out. Chase Claypool's out. EQ St. Brown's out. Byron Pringle, Pringle and Dante Pettis are leading the way. That receiving crew doesn't scare me. I'm not dialing him up. Amon St. Brown, a good matchup this week. He is getting the Lions. He's 23rd. I kind of like Jared Goff as well, piggybacked off of this. But Amon St. Brown should be able to put some points up this week. Uh, Garrett Wilson played last night. Didn't really do much. Denver is a mess. I'm not trusting anything from Denver. Um, Washington has a good matchup. Terry McLaren, uh, two weeks ago, just two weeks ago, faced, just two games ago, faced the Giants and hung 26. He hung 13 last week. Er, and then he, yeah, he hung 13 last week. He's got San Fran this week, who's been pretty bad. Um, I like McLaren to bounce back. I think Washington's going to have to try to stay in the game. I like Jahan Dotson, too. Jahan Dotson started the year out hot, came back after being dinged up for four games, really didn't get super involved. I think he was still lingering from those. And the last two games has been 16 or 22 points. Jahan Dotson's getting back into it and healthy. I think the bye helped him. I like Jahan Dotson a ton this week. Arizona's got a good matchup, but Trace McSorley's quarterback. Take it with what it's worth. Um, to the far end, though, 
I can't get a whole bunch um, done there. Uh, I'm, I'm going to cut it at that, though, guys. It's the holiday season. Hopefully, you guys are having some holiday luck, and you guys are going to make your fantasy playoffs. We thank you guys for listening to us all year, and hopefully I've helped you out. Shout out to our sponsor, Kyle at Chicken Dippin'. Uh, hit him up online at chicken underscore dipping on Instagram or chickendippin.com. Use code 716 for 15% off your order. And until next time, guys, Merry Christmas. And you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts. We'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys.